0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. The proposed changes to licensing laws are likely to fuel violence and public intoxication. That is according to Professor Tom Barber. He, here he is speaking to News Talk earlier
1: the more available alcohol is, the more licenses there are, the more that you have home deliveries, all of these things are in the legislation. It's likely that uh, there will be a much greater uh, availability of alcohol and much greater density of outlets. When those things happen, you need protection. All of the things that would make the late night economy much more difficult to tolerate. We're talking about cheap alcohol, price competition, and promotions. We're talking about crowds on the street, public intoxication.
0: Crowds on the street, public intoxication. News Talk reporter J.J. Clark spoke to some people this morning and asked Will the alcohol bill cause more harm than good?
2: yeah i think so yeah i'm from london um and the clubs are all open until whatever hour then and it's yeah i think it'd be a good idea i think it'd be good for the economy uh maybe not so good for the students livers but you know it's it's i think like it encourages binge drinking more than anything else because people know that there's a certain time they have to finish drinking by so they'll get really drunk
1: by half two um and yeah i think it'd be positive if they could stay out a bit later
2: in my opinion it's easier to get home um with like buses and stuff they're like instead of the bus stop and you can just get the first bus home. And do you see
1: any potential downsides?
2: Uh, no, not really. Um, I think it's like you stay out longer, have more fun.
1: Yeah, well, surely with the hours being extended in the nightclubs, people are going to be out at later hours in the streets, more later than I would have said would have been going on. So there's that way, but then there's more money coming in. people can stay out longer. So I would have said there's some good and some bad coming from it. And, and you, you two are students, so I'm interested. Are you happy about this? Are you, do you not want to go home? I'm happy anyway, yeah. i got to stay out longer and I'm more crack. So that's that's the main thing I would have said from it. Like... Great. Why?
0: Just great. Like, <laughs> three o'clock's too early for something to be closing. Like, you'd be waiting until about five to get taxi anyways after a night out. Like, you'd be in town till about half five. Because nothing no will pull in. Like, so you might as well still be in the nightclub, Jimmy. You know
1: mean? I think it's a good call, yeah. Um, I think it'd be better, yeah, to be honest. Because, like, you're having a great time and then all of a sudden you'll have to leave at a certain time and then I think the other I think having it longer we better
0: I think it'd be great I think the nightlife in in Ireland in general needs a huge improvement and I've been to other countries who have sort of similar laws to that and you can tell it just it, it makes the experience greater really
1: and uh, what countries are you comparing Ireland to
0: uh, in my case it would be the Netherlands, they have quite late night laws. I worked there uh, behind the bar late nights and uh, it was hectic, but you could tell loads of people had fun and it was really just like a place to be before transport opened again and stuff and I, f- I feel like the pros outweigh the cons, you know? I think it's a great idea, I think the young people need to have places to go
2: to I think the city needs to be the same as other European cities, and rather than having everything closing at the same time, young people need different places to go to. Late nights are an important and integral part of a modern, growing, modern city. Where we're actually standing on Dame Street is right beside one of the original rave nightclubs in the city. So uh, I used to live just there, and at 3 o'clock in the morning you'd hear the boom, boom, boom. But it was great fun, there was never any trouble. It was a great place to be, and it was a place for people to meet. and. Um, It was a great place for everybody to enjoy themselves at night time. And Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights here in the centre of Down was the best place to be.
0: So, JJ Clark with some random encounters this morning, but all seem to favour the liberalisation of the late-night drinking laws. Joining me to talk about all of this is Independent Dublin City Councillor Manix Flynn and DJ and spokesperson for Give Us the Night, Sunil Sharp. Good morning and welcome. Manix. first of all, what do you make of all the comments? They all seem to think it's a great idea. Well, you know,
2: you know, if you were that age, you would also think it was a great idea because that's what you want to do with your energy. You want to go out there, you want to have a good time, and you want to get, you know, drunk and you want to get, you know, sedated and you want to, uh, you know, indulge in all of that situation. And so therefore you're sedated, you're not listening to the noise, you're not listening to something that is basically going to interfere with the enjoyment of your home or the enjoyment of your sleep. Only last week we spent the week in the district courts in front of Justice Quirk in relation to nightclubs on Harcourt Street whose noise was just, you know, appalling, it had mm-hmm. a massive impact on the local community. We won our case. So the situation is there's an noise issue there's also the issues that were you, you you talked to the top of your report in relation to the health implications ambulance implications security implications guide here corner all of that situation has to be taken into consideration and then no, when you're the, the, the
0: whole idea though it, it would appear is that by allowing people to stay drinking until basically they want to go home that you dilute the crowding effect so in Harkett Street for example if everyone's thrown out of those clubs at the same time the noise on the street will be pretty Uh, disturbing. However, if they're all dribbling out of the clubs between, you know, 2am and 6am uh, it won't be as bad it won't be as pervasive but, but remember this is about alcohol so they're coming out of these
2: clubs they're, they're highly intoxicated so I mean I could give you a, t- a dozen reports from last week say long long lane," where the cars have been completely smashed and vandalised for no reason whatsoever by revelers coming out of Candle Street. I have all the people who live around the Candle Street area literally saying they're going to sell up and leave because as I say it's a bit like Temple Bar and there's a bit of more management on the Temple Bar so what we have here is a situation we are talking about nice buzzword the evening economy but the consequence of this and I say other jurisdictions like Amsterdam and indeed London are rowing back on all of this situation on Garda Siakana who spent hours in the licensing courts uh, you know are are, 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 are very uh, you know concerned by this the residents in Malahide are taking cases to Umbar Pernola and indeed to the courts in Malaysia late late night outdoor drinking which is now at, at half past two and indeed down in Limerick a call recently to me from residents in the Thomas Street area they can't even get and night sleep notwithstanding my own community here so there's, a, there's, a, there's an opportunity here without question to have you know a late night or a later night but the implications have to be looked at I see a situation here where we're dealing with the drug laws we have a citizens assembly on, on decriminalising drugs we have no real concern about alcohol it's a real real problem for people the Mountjoy jail you go in and look at the statistics in there 90% of those in jail have an alcohol issue which is really, really interesting. The vast amount of people coming into AA rooms are younger people. Those that are seeking treatment for alcohol are younger people. The vast amount of people coming in are women, for instance, who are coming in because they have a few drinks and so on and so forth. It's not safe. We We need to bring this in slowly but surely. But even all the small villages and towns, most of the Vintners Association that I speak to don't want this. What will happen here is that small caps in restaurants, not just nightclothes, will start to open up late night. But rest assured, we will challenge every single one of these licences in the licensing court we will we will challenge every single one of their extensions and we we will protect our community and furthermore we will also protect our young and at the top of the, uh, at the programme uh, Tom spoke about that issue of protecting people from the dangers of alcohol. What we have here is drink aware we have an industry that we've got rid of the Brits, we've got rid of the, you know, more or less the Catholic Church and we allowed the drinks industry to take over. Now I'm a person Pat, that went out for a drink at 20 odd years of age and came back around 45 years of age and that time that I was out there drinking Pat was catastrophic I met yourself in the nightclubs I met lots of people in the nightclubs it was a whole situation and I had to struggle out of alcoholism I had to struggle out of addiction and there are many 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 people like me I don't want to ruin anybody's night of a night of enjoyment but neither do I want to ruin anybody's night, night of night So what are you proposing? I, I'm proposing that a situation is that by any of these licences that are going to be handed out to nightclubs that they have to comply with soundproofing that they have to comply with a management plan and furthermore we don't have the public transport, we don't have the taxis, we don't we there, these people that wander around the streets day and night, you know, out of their minds and we don't have the capacity in the A&E or any of these kind of places we have national cultural institutes that can well provide for a youth to go out there and enjoy themselves there's, there, 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 there's an opportunity to for people to go out there and enjoy themselves but even recently in Trinity College the noise that came out of the Trinity Ball, all of that events that took place there was was, was Yeah, but that's once a year.
0: But, uh, no, it, you it, know, it, it, it's like Garth Brooks in Croke Park. It's occasional.
2: But it is occasional. But, but now it's more so than ever because at the end of the day you have more and more licences being granted. Like, for instance, in Malahide, you have more and more licences being granted. You have the RDS with more and more licences. You've got the parks being, you know, handed over. You've got, oh, just up the road here, you've got Ivy Gardens being handed over. All of these places have a negative impact. At the end of the day, you've got a whole situation made the industry again it's all about alcohol okay, Sunil, it's not about
0: a decent night S- out and dancing it's about alcohol S- consumption Sunil Sharp DJ spokesperson for Give Us The Night listening to your contribution Mannix Sunil good morning Hello, how are you, Pat? Now, you seem to have um, the, the Vox Pop on your side that uh, the younger people that uh, J.J. Clark spoke to uh, all seem to think it's a great idea. Sure, I have to wait till five o'clock to get a taxi anyway, you might as well be drinking or dancing. You know, that seems to be the, the attitude. What do you say? Because, you know, if everyone's opening late, how many of you all are going to make money? Well
1: first of all I mean everywhere isn't going to open late and I think it's I think it's important to break down how many late night venues there actually are I mean in terms of licensed um public houses you have in and around in, between six and a half and seven thousand um um pubs um of that you have around in and i'm not sure of the exact number but around a few hundred pubs that would opt to go late as late bars uh, in terms of late night dance venues you have approximately 80 and i mean some of them we would loosely call nightclubs. clubs they're dance venues um we would we would expect that there will be in and around 10% of those that will opt to go late, late. And, when, and there's been a lot of talk about 6 a.m. I think it's very important to point out to people that um, in any of those venues that will opt to open till 6 a.m., alcohol can only be served in that venue till till 5 a.m. And of the, the, the vast majority of venues that will be going after regular pub hours, i.e. late bars, which will, which will constitute the, the, the highest proportion of licensed premises that open late. They're not looking for any extensions. They, they, they will stay at 2.30 as it
0: is now. Mm. So um, for would us- you accept though, sooner, the general proposition that the more alcohol people pour into themselves, the more messing happens?
1: Well, I think if you, dr- if you drink more, yeah, it, it is likely to, to, to lead to more messing, as you say. But I, I, one, of the, one, of the, one of the contributors earlier that, that spoke um, in terms of one of the Vox Pops uh, spoke, uh, spoke about binge drinking. And, you know, we, we all have different interpretations of bi- what binge drinking is. Binge drinking, in my experience, is being forced or encouraged to drink an unnatural amount of alcohol in a short space of time. That's the type of binge drinking I've always experienced and seen in night venues. Uh, there is an argument to say that people will space out their drinking. There is also a big argument about how much do people have in their back pockets. I mean, you know, people don't have as much money to spend. Um, I mean, this is reflected also in the amount of people that, that, that drink at home now versus tr- drinking in a, in a pub or a nightclub or, or or some type of licensed premises in the evening yeah, or and, at night. And, and we I know mean,
0: that excessive alcohol in the home can lead hmm. to domestic violence and all the rest of it, but it is yeah. confined, you know, within the family situation, yeah, and that family has got to try and handle it. But on the streets, when you've got huge numbers of people, as uh, Manic said, you know, uh, breaking car windscreens and things like that just for the devilment of it. um, And they are harming other people. That is going, going,
1: I, I agree Pat, that is going to be, that is that is a problem. That can be a problem in high concentrated areas. That is going to be a problem, you know. But you know, we would argue that by extending the law, uh, the, the times with a more flexible um, uh, system in place, there is likely to be, uh, you know, there's a high, a high high probability that there will be far less people on the street at once. You know, the concentration of people on the street um, at once is going to be far less. Um, it's going to be easier. Another thing we need to think about with nightlife: we need to get people in and out of the city. And Mannix talked about public transport. There, he's right. We don't have enough at the moment, and we rely heavily on the on the taxi industry. Every taxi driver I've spoken to for years, for donkey's years now, always talks about how the the closing times everywhere shutting at once, it is it is it, it, a torn in their side. It really makes it difficult for them as individual um as individual operators themselves to be able to maximise the amount of business that could be out there for them. But when it gets to two thirty, you've just got this bottleneck, um you've got everyone buying for the you know limited amount of taxis. If the if the times were extended you would find that people could get a taxi easier and drivers okay, could pick Maddox? up more, uh, more, more more people on the street one last thing as well. There's yeah. been a three-year preparation to this reform, multiple consultations covering all of the issues that Mannix has mentioned and more. So, you know, this, this isn't news to anybody and definitely there are still some hurdles to be crossed. But, you know, all of the, all of the stakeholders are involved in this. This is an ongoing conversation uh, and I believe we will get there and I believe a lot of groundwork has been done already. This is a moderate reform. Okay, Manix, it's a moderate yeah, reform. Mo-
2: mo- most of that consultation process hasn't been put into the public domain. If you're talking about as the Green Party it keep rambling on man, about excuse me excuse, me excuse me excuse me excuse me I'm finishing up here the the, f- the fact that the Green Party are going on bef- about a 15 minute city and people living over the shop if you have this situation happening people be- won't be able to sleep when we had the smoking ban we had then the backs of public houses being used as smoking areas then they quickly turned into drinking areas then they quickly turned into the venue areas then you had a major problem in the area go into the courts or look at the transcripts of the court case that we had last week this can certainly be rolled out but it needs to be rolled out very very cautiously needed. and the vast amount of people and children and people getting up for work want a good night's sleep and I understand that certain individuals want a good night out this will be challenged, this will simply not be rolled out wi- willy nilly okay. and the vast I, amount I, I of people are to I want to go back to, to
0: Sunil on, on that, that question of the 15 minute city the idea that the Green Party on the one hand is encouraging everyone to walk and bike and live over the shop if they can get a place uh, so that means more and more people are going to be living in the areas where hospitality occurs um mm. what what it, it, should be put issue. in place a, to allow yeah. those people to well, live well, a civilized we, we,
1: we, life yeah yeah I, I, we understand that i mean just to address something that manic said in terms of uh, you know noise leakage and soundproofing i mean there is a scheme shortly to be announced by the by the government um a, a soundproofing grant scheme that would that will aid a, a lot of venues I, I should say as well some venues you know it's difficult to retrofit soundproofing in some cases but in terms of smoking areas and people making noise outside you know the dispersal of patrons leaving venues as well you know crowd noise is is, is uh, and people noise is often but also you the know, cleanup. more, uh, more of also a the than, than actual the, noise but there are all things that need to be considered but there's absolutely. also the clean
2: up of, of barrels afterwards the clean up of barrels been going out yeah, the door yeah, and yeah. bouncing well, off there. but, in, but, in but, high but hang on a second for areas. a moment the vast amount of people in this city are residential they live in an area in Temple Bar it was a residential area before all the bars moved into it. There's consternation down there on, there on a daily basis. Where does nightlife go then, man? You, 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 you have seem to have a. You support. No, no. What we're talking now about is here we're talking about, we're talking is what talking about alcohol consumption here. What talking about? What talking about? No, no, no. There you go. Oh, please, please listen. Listen to me. It seems to you. It seems to you because you're deluded and you're like a government spokesperson. The point of the matter is, I represent the people of this city, the residents of this particular city, and. I'm all on for a form of the Licensing Act. No problem yeah, whatsoever. You've said, yeah, you've but, said that. But, uh, so, and, uh, but that's so not. But there's consequences. There's consequences You're to here. Stop it now excuse that we're me. Now there. we're not trying to stop it. There's consequences here, and you have to take those things into consideration, like the report that's come out this morning that they're talking about. Under. You have to look at that, and you also have to. You it was, have, it was, excuse one, me. One, one it's a report based. It's that, a, it's that a report based a on scientific fact. It's a report based on scientific fact. We know this. Yeah. know scientific We know this. Plenty of scientific facts. You were, you were aware of that because of the statistics that are coming out of the hospitals, the statistics that are coming out of AA No, rules. no, what was the scientific fact, all, fact? The, the, you science, you the scientific, the scientific fact. fact are about alcohol consumption late night, readily available alcohol Where, late in the morning, Ireland? binge drinking. You know the consequences Ireland, of drinking in this it, it, state. You do entree, know that. Alcohol nobody, consumption is a n- Nobody's okay. going to begrudge you a night of dancing. But remember, the vast amount of people want a night of good night sleep and they want public order. Which is The Gardner Schia Conner not want to have to police this thing. It's already busy enough at the moment. But rest assured, any noise or any infringement on the public or on the residents in the city centre area, those licences dance or otherwise will be challenged by me
0: and others in the court. Thank All you. All right. Last words to you, Sunil.
1: Yeah, listen, I mean, there's many things there that I can. I, I, nightlife is being moved out of city centres in many countries. And I think this is something that we've said before as well. We need to look to other options outside of the centre of the city as well. That includes industrial estates, that includes retail parks. The docklands provide a lot of opportunity as well. I agree nightlife is dominated by, by alcohol and by the drinks industry um, and, the consequences and you know I of that. think I think I think we need I think I, I think we need options we need we need places to dance but we also need to sustain the venues that are already in operation we need a little bit of flexibility we need insurance reform we need licensing costs to be reduced and we need later opening hours for a limited amount of venues it's not well, much to ask
0: we will leave it there I, never the twain shall meet I think on this one Mannix Flynn Independent Dublin City Councillor thank you very much Sunil Sharp DJ. And spokesperson for Give Us the Night. Uh, thank you also.
2: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.